Welcome to Can You Keep a Secret, part of the Pull Tab Sports family. And boy, do we have a treat today, Mr. Garrity. Mm. The queen bee of women's hockey in the state of Minnesota, Winnie Broat, is here with us. Hi, Winnie. Hi. What has been your experience been at Hockey Day Minnesota so far? What you've got, it's, we're, it's really a four-day hockey day. I didn't really know that that was the case, but that's what's happened. And we're on day two now. How was how was yesterday for you? Oh, yesterday was awesome. Just being out here and for me personally, just seeing it's kind of like a reunion. You know, you see people, gosh, that I haven't seen in 20 years. I'm like, Jeff Tafe, haven't seen you for a while. How many kids do you have? <laughs> He's like, I got two. And, uh, you know, seeing Vanek and Leopold and yeah, it's just it's a fun. Were those guys there when you were there? Yeah, so they won oh, all nice. the championships on oh, nice. our girls' team. See, I think our girls' team maybe pushed the uh, boys' team to win. Okay. Because right? it's kind of like when UMD, yep. the women won all those. Yep. And then it's kind all of right. interesting that the men started winning right after because it's like, hey, if the girls you're, are going to win, we better win. You're <laughs> saying like you were the so, win beneath Thomas Vanek's right, yeah, wings? Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 Good exactly. to know. Takes a lot of credit for national yeah. championships. I like it. <laughs> hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm curious. So you played in the celeb <laughs> game last night and. Um, I got to skate here Monday night with just like a beer league group. Did you get to like hang out in those little trailers afterwards? And like maybe there's some barley pops in there. Did you get to have oh, that kind of Yellowstone? That's the reason why you play hockey. Yeah. It's those moments that is just like so cool. It's the coolest part of being an athlete. As you sit in there, you have a conversation, you have a new moon and you just talk and reminisce about stories. And for me, it was cool because my uh, father-in-law was one of the refs out there, 1972 Olympian Charlie Brown. And then my husband got to be the ref, too. And it's funny because you got um, he was calling penalties, just two. I think the whole yeah, game. we had a uh, <laughs> uh, look like a hand pass, but it was actually yeah, a was closing a good, hand on the puck. Yep, my which friend it was. Blake Sloan. So he's texting me after he's like, hey, uh, JB's call was suspect. <laughs> and then Joe Dedzik's texting me because he's my what did Dedzik get? Coach. Did he get no, he a, didn't get one, okay. but like he thought Justin should have called a hooking on mm. him. So I got that text. Wow. Too. So one from the black team and one from the white team. So that's fair, right? So that yeah. means Justin did his job. These I people guess. are complaining on both sides. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's good so stuff. Luna so Kinder, wait, I gotta ask you a question now. <laughs> did you do a bunch of shots of rumple mints? Because that's what John did. Oh yeah, no, I what did uh, they have in there, by the sure. way? And the tra the trailer, Garrity, is it's like the bunkhouse in Yellowstone. Yeah. Like because there's no beers on the bench at this deal because it's kind of hockey day. It's yeah. all kind of clandestine. But once you're in that little trailer with the squad, it's pretty It's it pretty gets, cool. What was in there? Do you have like yeah. just Coors Light or what Coors was going on? Coors Light, New Moons, uh, some White Claws. Um, yeah, just whole variety. And waters. There was waters in there. So we just were, in you case know, somebody just in wants case a water. water the know? weirdo that, the wants, weirdo a water. that wants a water. Somebody yeah. to bully. <laughs> I, I made the mistake of I actually brought the bottle of Rumplemints, which is the worst part about it. But um, oh I, I managed to score a goal, which I never do. And then I just completely oh, lost true, my John. mind. Um, um, really so, quick, you just have, sorry, you have to tell your thing. Like when you score, what do you do? So when I score a goal in beer league, so rare. Um, I take a hundred dollars and I, we always, you have a bar you go to right afterwards. And so whether we're at um, Saks or White Bear Bar, I give a hundred dollars to the bartender. And I say, everybody's first drinks on me. So it's, it's kind of positive reinforcement. I don't know if they let me score and I don't really care, but it's sort of like, when when I eat, everyone eats. Yeah. I, I think so it's good. Hundred right. bucks yeah, this year. Sure. 
Yeah, it's, so good it's, karma. Karma. it's good karma. So it's costing me 50 bucks a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the budget. Thanks, Tom. That's nice. Sorry, I love you. Um, so I want to. So you're going to be. This is an announcement. Um, uh, we got a full house watching us here. It's we have a bigger crowd than K Fan uh, numbers game right now initials, but uh, Winnie's going to be doing a new podcast for us called Selly Hard, and on the Pull Tap Sports Network. I do want to talk about the name because as somebody, both Tom and I had uh, daughters that came up in hockey. Um, the name is really, I think, interesting because it almost has a little bit to do with the the bunkhouse situation you were talking about yesterday. So Selly Hard for a girls hockey podcast. Uh, why did you pick that name? I picked it because I think in girls, like I, I started coaching in girls because I think girls back in the day when they came to the to the game, they were treated like girls and not athletes, right? And so the Selly Hard isn't just about the celebration of the goal, but it's just celebrating like you're a hockey player. Like you can go out there and do this. You can you know, be in the bunkhouse with the guys and have a beer and have a great time and share your stories and just be part of the whole culture and community. And so, but also girls, when they do celebrate, like there are some goal scorers out there and they should celebrate and be proud of it and not score and be like, yeah. oh, I scored a goal. Now what do I do? It's not tennis. <laughs> right. And it's like in the state tournament, like that is, that's what makes the boys state tournament, right? It's like, everyone's looking for that guy that's doing the celebration, you know? Um, and ironically, this um, Fisher, the kid from Maple Grove that did the, what was it, the gritty on yep, the ice? Yep. Well, about two months later, I had a little girl do the gritty down the ice and her team was losing, which was even better. <laughs> I loved it. I'm like, yeah, exactly. that's how much girls, yep. like those athletes watch too. That's and awesome. they should be able to celebrate, you know, it's when they when they can and that's going to be the logo for Sally hard we actually have a video of that that little kid doing the gritty so that'll be great it's funny when i was coaching um we were in the last place game up in the icebreaker tournament in duluth we had a tough tournament uh, we were playing edina which was amazing but uh, it was like 7 30 start you know one of these deals and one of the girls on our team scored and just slid on the ice rowing the boat <laughs> And I remember just saying, like, on one hand, I'm like, that's actually awesome because, like, now everybody's awake. But also, like, we have to win this game. <laughs> like, right. we are. You just wrote a check and we need to cash this or it's going to be the worst ever. But it brings the intensity up, too, right? It, like, it brings emotions, stakes, right? And that's right? what sports is, is, like, emotions. Like, gets you fired up. Hey, did you say you so coached? Yeah. Wow. I know. It's unfortunate. I'd like to apologize what, to what, all what, of those how many, families. How many of those kids have stopped playing? Uh, most of them. Yeah, no, it wasn't weird. a good thing. Because you were a yeller. I don't remember. The worst thing I ever did was. Uh, I mean, you didn't have all the kids with the hockey helper helmet on. No, I no, mean, you should have just I bought should've. those. Yeah, right away. Yeah. And then you then went to have have to, I'm just yes. a general contractor. Just, yeah. The You're parents are doing exactly it. Exactly what to do. Or, yeah. The worst thing I probably ever did was that we were in a game against Minnetonka. It was our best team, U14s. If, if we could beat them, we were in regionals. And I was doing this like stupid thing where I was kind of yelling on the bench i wasn't yelling at the other team but i was saying stuff that i wanted them to hear and i was like doing like really specific stupid stuff like they've got an anchor on their jersey it's making them sink that anchor's bringing them down There's, and these girls were like 14 years old and they would just look at me like is he talking about me and i would be like well not really kind of in a gray area yeah i wasn't thrilled about yeah, that's that that's actually but, awesome um, i'm glad i asked that because that's a fantastic that, story that's not a great moment i yeah. i wanted to hear about the the state of girls hockey in Minnesota. Um, I'm a little dated because uh, my daughter is a little bit earlier, but back in the day there was, 
Yeah, the OS, which is your company, had uh, the Ice Cats, the Ice Cougars, the um, Reebok had a team kind of that probably wasn't around for terribly long, the Blades. What is, what's happening in girls hockey right now? Is it a golden age? Has it gotten better or is there, is there less? What's, what's going on today? Um, I think it's primarily generally the same. I would just say a little bit that's different now is that there's the Minnesota hockey high performance stuff that has kind of um, developed into some of the opportunities that maybe Peyton and those guys didn't have um, just at a younger age. But I mean, at, from the point of, I think the kids, talents are unbelievable right now and the stuff that the kids do like the girls will come to practice and they're all doing the michigan but then i've got two boys and all they're doing is the michigan and they're like squirts my right? kids, so are, I the, think my kids are the like, wisconsin so that's why wisconsin. they're not any good teams that's different <laughs> skate to the bench and yeah, drink a so beer it's just um <laughs> i think the kids skill sets are really good i think that kids still need more creativity i think if we start putting girls because they're already literal to begin with and if you put them in a box and you have to tell them to like every opportunity they have to play is like a tryout. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's super healthy for kids. No. I think they need to just be able to out and play. Cause if you look at all the guys and girls that were playing out last night, it's like, you could see all the smiles and it's like, you guarantee like all of us played that hockey all the time where no one was judging. No one was, you know, saying anything. It was just your peers giving you a hard time if you missed a pass on your backhand or, you know, just kind of just that type of stuff. So. I think that, but I think that's general in boys and girls is that we need to just have those kids do more of that. So what was your kind of path? I mean, obviously you've had tremendous success, but it was interesting when we were talking last week with my wife and you, I mean, you've had some bummers too, right? Oh yeah. You haven't had, had everything. More, you didn't more have everything. Than yeah. So can you walk through that sure. a little bit? Cause it, I don't think people realize that sometimes. Yeah. Well, and I think mm -hmm. I played that long to be honest, because of all the bumps in the road that I had and yep. it goes back to like the locker room and your friendships and your memories. Like that's why you play in yep. any high level you get to, that's just a bonus. Yep. Um, you know, it's one of those things where it's, I started because there was, my parents wanted us to have the same opportunity as the guys and mm -hmm. my brother was playing. So my mom had picked a pocket at 22 years old in figure skates at Rolls Ice Arena. And she's like, this is a great game. So she put all her daughters into it before everyone else did. Okay. And so I just, I knew it wasn't something that um, I took for granted because I saw like what I had to go through to even play. Like I had to constantly prove to myself, to my guy teammates, to the guys I was playing against, like I can play, right. like I belong here. And so they always treated me that way because I did belong. Mm -hmm. um, so you were boys so, teams the whole way up? Youth? Yeah. So okay. I played squirts. Wow. Or I played mites, A squirts. This is before double A. Yep. <laughs> so or to Roseville, everyone that's watching, Roseville there was never no has double A, a back then, right? There's yeah, no, now we don't have double A. Right? There's no A in Roseville. So. <laughs> There's no A in Roseville. <laughs> double A. Um, but yeah, so I did the A squirts, A peewees, A bantams. Then I did two years of boys JV, which was probably the craziest two years because all my A, a buddies were playing varsity. Wow. <laughs> um, so that was like even more intense. And then um, played my senior year at Roseville because we got a new coach and he didn't want a girl playing on his team at the time. Um, so my dad's like, well, we better go to the school board because high school girls started the year before in 95. So he's like, he had me go to school and get all my girlfriends and sign a petition. And then we went to the school board and showed that we had enough girls and interest right. to start a girls team. So that's 
where we started it. And everyone like that I played with on the girls' side was playing like thoroughbreds or just, you know, That's it'd be like right. taking it'd be the taking all the best. Yeah. It'd be like taking all the best players from all the different communities, like and put them on one team. Right. Well, you have to start somewhere, right? My dad's like, Well, you have to do this because your sister, Chelsea, is six years younger than you and she needs a place to play. Very cool. Right? And her friends and so forth. So my dad's like you need to play this. And all my friends are like, oh, you're going to get so bad at hockey. I'm like, no, I'm not. It's four months. I go, I've been playing with guys and whatever my whole life. I go, it'll be fine. And, and did so you I win did my state that first year yeah. of Roseville's yeah, I think we first went team? 28 and 0 or something. Yeah. <laughs> are you and serious? Was, yeah. And it was great because like all my girlfriends, like for my soccer team, we went to state in soccer. We went to state in golf. Like we were just all like really good athletes, all yeah. around athletes. Yeah. So I told them, I go, yep, come out for the hockey team. And so, who did and you that's beat? Who did you beat at state? Yeah, um, sure Burnsville. Yeah. First ever so, Mrs. Hockey in the state of Minnesota South as well. Paul in the that was the biggest game, the South St. Paul uh, section game. Yep. At Wakoda, so and that's how, where I ended my best friend Megan Milbert's career. And then, so we were arch enemies. And then I just talked career? to her before coming here. Uh, well, because oh, hockey. Hockey. Yeah. Sorry, I the thought game, you meant the like, game, yeah. oh, yeah, I thought you might have so ran hard. her. They, uh, I, I would have. <laughs> <laughs> she awesome. knows and she would have ran me too. I, uh, I've been watching. Um, one of the things that's been interesting to watch the evolution of the girls game is the girls really play to contact now. You know, when it wasn't that long ago that they were almost more plight on the ice. Right. It was now it's almost even though there's not checking. The best girls players, they they skate to contact. They they cut a straight line. Mm -hmm. They cut someone off and they they don't really hit them. They don't extend their arms. But it is awesome to watch that change. And um, have you seen a drastic improvement in skill on the girls side the last 10 years? Paula? Yeah, just the little things like the shooting and and now the shooters have to be better. Right. Because the biggest improvement the first 10 years was the goaltending. Absolutely. Right. Like the goaltending went from. They're not going to save anything to now they're saving everything. So it just forces, okay, for girls to now sh like score, you actually have to have a shot. So now you're seeing the girls like shot probably be the best shot. I mean, you see the Grace Zumlinkos of the world where it's like, she's and everyone's like, what's her secret? I'm like, well, if you know her, I go, she's a state tennis player. She's hockey and she's golf and you should see her hit the golf ball. So it's like everything is the same rotation, right? True athlete. Yeah, true athlete. And I go, that's why her shot's that hard. That's that's the secret. No pun intended, by the way. Oh, yeah. hey, none taken. I like it, though. <laughs> oh, I do like that. Ryan Carter wanted me to ask you. Oh, oh. No. We were waiting on this. He's got a, a few daughters, and he, he's apparently been trying to get them into OS, but you don't call them back. <laughs> I was... That's awful, I am, John. I am one, no, but I am one. He of wanted the worst. me to. Well, my actually, dad, when I, I know. I'm just supposed That's to let fair. you no, that know. Is, no, that is I'm just supposed to let you know fair. that his name is Ryan Carter. Because okay. he has three right. daughters. He plays the wild. Yeah, in he plays the wild. Stanley Cup. Local last guy. night, local guy yeah, in so, my backyard. And he has daughters, and they're interested in what you're selling. And I'm not calling. You're welcome, Ryan. So I'll call back. Yeah, you might want to do that. My husband took my voicemail away from me two years ago. I'm aware. So when people call my phone, now it's some code. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I got to be honest. I kind of like it. It's very baller. It adds to the mystery. NHL guy, whatever. Whatever. It's the queen. 
She's the queen. I don't do, I don't do voicemail. I don't do voicemail. I don't do text. So uh, it's, um, I love it. It's, it's <laughs> love it. Power is about being it's inaccessible. Hard, you know? Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm proud. Really. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do a couple ad reads. Enjoy this. Um, and then we're going to get into some of the high school landscape right now. Uh, we are sponsored by Jimmy's Salad Dressings and Dips. I don't know if you know this, Winnie, but it's a uh, chunky blue cheese dressing season oh, right so now. Good. You got Joe Burrow smoking cigars. You got the NFL on the weekend. Get cozy. Maybe make a little buffalo dip with the blue cheese dressing. Maybe mix it with French and get all Midwestern on it. Jimmy's is a local company down in Stewartville. Family run. Don't you be messing with my dressing. That's going to be hard for you to do. I hear that my my head sometimes and I I shiver. I know. That's me standing next to your bed. We are also sponsored by Will Anderson Insurance. Will played (laughs) in the uh, celebrity game last night. Uh, He was a late ad. Uh, And the deal with Willie is he insurance can be confusing and scary. He explains it like it's a children's book. If you call him, he answers the phone. That's my big thing. I have him for insurance. So whether it's hail damage or you want to do some corporate insurance or for your house, if you call him, you, something's going on, you're freaked out about it, he always answers his phone, takes care of you, basically insures you like it's his own family. That's Will Anderson Insurance. Former gopher, too, right? Former gopher. Really good guy. We love Give Will Anderson. Um, so high school this year, uh, you do the state tournament we see on the TV. And Are you on TV? She's on there. Have you ever won oh, gosh, an Emmy? 15 years, 16 years. They pay you? You ever get an Emmy? Huh? You ever get an Emmy? No. Sometimes those productions will win an Emmy, and if you really? were one of the people, okay. you get one. Wow, cool. I think they Bonnie pay a ton, don't they? That way somehow. Jeez, no. He was Winnie's fun to play with last night. Winnie's ignoring me. What? They pay you? Do they pay me? Yeah, they pay me. Of course. They don't pay John. That had never been on there. <laughs> well, let's do that first. It's a good Sorry. Point. Who impressed you the most in the celebrity game? On your team and on the other team? I mean... Like, who were you like, wow, all they still got really it. really good. They also So you did it. the political I thing. Know, yeah, Winnie know, just yeah. said you were all good. But I good. did text Jordan Leopold, like, he still's got it. And he was With MVP. his full motorcross helmet oh, and yeah, goggles. Oh, yeah, it was unreal. Couldn't even see who he was. It was like, yeah. uh, remember Snake Eyes well, from G.I. Joe? Well, defense wins championships. He scored. He was good. Um, Sid Brock got the goal. Sid, the girls look yep, good. Yeah, the girls look good. Um, Steckline. And, um, so yeah, high school this year. This is the difference between from what I've seen, boys and girls high school hockey. Like, if you're a really, really good boy hockey player, like, you're barely making the team as a sophomore, right? On most teams. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. you're playing your two years of Bantams, you know, you're fighting for that spot, maybe two or three, four spots on varsity as a sophomore. Mm-hmm. So, you don't really have any, parents don't have any complaints, guys don't really have complaints yet, they're just happy to be there. Junior year now, maybe you're like, oh, I wanna get on that power play. Mm-hmm vice versa senior year it's like most parents like okay we're done Mm -hmm. in two months and we're just moving on right where in girls like the best players are your seventh and eighth graders yeah right and you have to and they're there for like who's not going to find something wrong with someone (laughs) in five to six years i don't care how good a coach someone is right like someone's going to find and so that's why i think it's harder for girls i just don't think girls have the same experience as guys from that standpoint is that hard? Words. Like, because when you were I think it would be really hard to coach high well, school girls hockey yeah, because for six of, years with the same for six player, years and then you have to, and then but then you also have to like take care of your older kids and your younger kids. It's just it's uh all and the parents. There's too much. There's just too much going on. If well, that like makes that, sense, right? So I think that's where you have the people leaving because yeah. 
they're upset. But the dynamic from even thinking about it, yeah. um, and you you did it. You played with boys, yeah. but being an eighth grader playing with seniors, right? Yeah, that's tough. Oh, it's right? tough. Yeah, just from but, a cultural no, standpoint. Oh, for sure. And what that's, they're that's, into and what you're into, and yep, way totally different. Totally different. Yeah, yeah. and I, it's but it's also one of those things where. But the problem is, I go, the girls' abilities are ready. Yeah. If that makes right, yeah. so. Maybe their maturity isn't, but their abilities are. So it's a hard mix of like as a coach. And then as a coach, you don't want to lose them, right? Because you want to take them in young because you don't want to lose them to a different program. Right. Right. So I, the biggest thing I think you see is sometimes people are looking in seventh, eighth grade, like where are they going to go? Like where are all the kids going to go? So then they all kind of maybe end up at certain areas, you know, which is. It's funny you say that because I, I remember with our daughter, it was more of a summer hockey thing. It, the The rule was skate with the best players. So you knew the names of your birth year, right? You knew the Josie St. Martin or whoever the top players are. And if you could get on that same summer team, you were going to get better in the mm-hmm. summer. But people tended to stay home in the winter because they were with their friends and they had kind of built something in their community I think that's still kind of the case, even if they're moving around. I'm curious. So do you have daughters now or, or all two sons? boys, two boys, okay. two boys. You got yourself and off got the hook niece. there because then you don't even have to. Uh, well, you never oh, know. Yeah. She may have more kids. No, no more kids. <laughs> yeah. I got two hands, two boys. So. This right. just in uh, no more kids no more for the kids. queen. No, no. Um, <laughs> so I'm curious. I, I don't got know. enough. I got. I, I can imagine. Yep. I'm curious. And I don't think this is controversial, but I if you were if daughters coming up now would you have them play with the boys and then cross over um there's a couple points that are really interesting the that's a start and then this weird 14 jv 15 oh, tweener section for girls hockey part, yep, i'm curious your girls. take on playing with the boys at the start and then that weird kind of tweener before high school um so i mean it all depends on the kid right so i've got nieces that were kind of wired to play with the boys uh so they started with the boys and then i've got my niece who's nine who's my boy's age who's always grown up because she always wanted to play with her cousins Haley. so it's one of those things where she's kind of wired to play with the boys there's some girls that just want to play with girls and they'll be fine yeah and it also just depends on the association right because every association is different are like there if rules you're a smaller, on that so you can't play with the boys no you some? can okay. but like if you're coming from edina and they have so many girls like need- it's fine to play with the girls yeah. you know i mean but if you're yeah. in a small association it's different because you have different numbers right like some some associations on the boys side there's not enough numbers for the boys so like they need the girls yeah. <laughs> in their mic programs or squirt programs. So it's all kind of different and dependent on the kid. But I think the kid will tell you what they want to do mm-hmm. um, type of thing where I think it's all different and it's all based 100% on the kid's personality. Because there are some girls that are like, do not want to play with the boys because the boys are annoying and they're just, <laughs> you know, like they just don't want to do that. Where there's some girls that will like just. Right. elbow them back or put them in their place like i know with my niece Haley, like with all the boys who grew up in the mic program they're like okay you don't mess with Haley. like <laughs> you just don't mess with her you know but it's like learned culture and i think but i do think it's important for actually boys and girls to skate together at some point in time when they're young because they all learn from each other so like the girls will you know learn to maybe be a little bit more aggressive or you know 
you can take the puck from someone. Do you mean like yep. where the boys, you know, you're playing with the boy and they'll just take it and they'll just go, right? Where take enough. initiative. Uh, where girls are like, oh, I'll back up. Hmm. It's like, no, you can get in there and well, you can I, go get it. And the yep. boys need the girls to tell them, get in line, stop hitting each other, stop. Yeah. You know, like they need, they need organization. More of the organization, leadership, and leadership. Yeah. And like the rules. Like, these are the rules, and that's why I think girls get frustrated playing with boys, because boys are like, what rules? What? <laughs> you told the, me something On to the do? flip side, if you tell, uh, if you're a coach of young girls and you tell them, like, you, you make a, a generalization, like, I don't want to see anybody leaving the defensive zone until we got the problem solved. They will stay oh, in, stay the, in zone the zone, and the puck will be out, and they will all be standing there looking at you on the bench, because they, they you're a tyrant. They yeah. follow the... You're a tyrant. The rules. Um, I uh, now talk about the tweener kind of um, remember you had a, an interesting idea a while back when I talked to you about JV girls hockey and because um, when my daughter was coming up, U14 was great. Mm -hmm. Most girls played U14. There were many teams in the state that were competitive. Lots of D1 kids. I could name 20 D1 players from that birth year that were all playing U14 girls hockey. Now, like you said, if you're a stud girls hockey player, you might be on varsity as a seventh grader. Now you got to spend, you know, the NHL get coaches get fired because they need a new voice in the room, you know, every few years. So that girl's got to go into that locker room as a seventh grader. She's not the same maturity as a senior and then be coached by the same person for, you know, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, six years. You know, do you think that could change? Could there be a 15 or 14 hockey that really is meaningful and maybe make high school more like the boys. Yeah. So what are the two reasons why girl hockey players and their families want them to play high school versus youth? Like, why would you think? Because they don't have to drive them and it yep. doesn't cost money. Mm -hmm. It's basically it's hockey basic daycare. Hockey daycare. Yep. So I go and it's more convenient. Right? Which is I mean, the I opposite see these of kids. a boy's parent who would be horrified. <laughs> they they only want varsity. Right, yeah. Not, no, don't get any JV on you at school yep. today. You're yep. a varsity player. And then yep. what the girls are like, great, here's your lunch. Right. Here's your Here, lunch, yeah. Here's a fruit roll-up. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah. That's so, a total so double that's standard. that's the two things that's so different, right? So my thing is, and I don't know whether people agree take or away not the agree. Option. It doesn't matter, but just take away the option, right? I mean, that's how you solve problems. And so, what is that then? So it's taking no. away JV hockey, in girls my opinion. Hockey. Yeah, on the girls' side, not boys. Yep, because so boys, what it's would fine. JV then turn into U16, U15, or U16, okay. whatever Minnesota hockey wanted yep. to be, and then you would have a U19 level for the girls that like want to just play two or three times a week. Yep. Do you know what I mean they're they're social? They want to you know hang out with their buddies for two to three times yep. a week. They're not going to go do extra and this mm -hmm. and that, and they maybe don't do off ice training in the summer and they just want to go play. Yep. And they're with kids of their like mind, right? So those kids are all on the same page and they're not playing with seventh or eighth graders, right? Cause they're playing yep. U19. All those seventh and eighth graders are playing youth hockey where they should be and getting more experience and more stuff. And the girls are in the spot that are older that they don't have to quit hockey cause no one wants anyone to quit. Right. Like, it's fun to play at any level. And yeah. so that would kind of solve that. Plus then you could take those hours that the 15s have and give it, or the high school hours, JV, yep. give it back to the associations. And right. then those kids, everyone would be skating at eight o'clock and not start times at nine and nine fifteen. Like that's the problem I have 
and I have two boys and I see those a Bantams going out for our association at Rosa. I'm like, wait a minute. The kids are skating at 9.15 at night and I'm at hockey rinks all the time. And I'm like, this is not good for no. boys and girls to be skating at nine o'clock. No. That's the pickup. That's like the men's and women's yeah, pickup that's hour. beer league time. That's, they're taking our beer league time, right? And so I it go, really well, comes down to your beer league okay. time. No, I'm just kidding. Right, yeah. But do you know what I mean? I go, that's not good for kids in development. I go, they need sleep. And I go, yeah. So this is the problem also with the 15s or 14s is you have all these private schools too, right? In youth hockey, you don't have the private schools. So now you have to field a private school JV, varsity, and the local high school varsity and JV, yeah. right? And there's just not enough players and talent to do that. So yeah. I don't know how that happens. I don't know how it can. But be, what I like what you said is like, the, the key is that kids can keep playing. Keep playing. And yeah. not get and discouraged and quit. Because some kids aren't going to make teams. Some kids, you know, whatever, are more competitive than other kids. Just having a place where they can go and do it. I agree yep. with that. 100% yep. agree with that. And you, I go, they have it on the boys. Yep. They have junior gold, right? They've had yep. junior gold since I've been playing. I think it, levels, it would so. be such a mindset shift, too. Like, even if you rebranded it like Bantams, you mm -hmm. know. and Because when we were doing 14s and people still were doing that, it's got it might have been 10 years ago now. Has um, it been that long? I, I, I don't oh know. She's a 98, gosh. so close. But oh, we were doing 50, that is 50 games. You know, it wasn't the 80 game schedule some of these high end Bantam teams will mm -hmm. play. But for girls hockey, that's a lot to be that's playing 50, games. 55 games. It was it was creating a little bit of that Bantam, and then you're into high school, and by then you're doing your summer team, and you're yep. to your point. It's only four months, right? You're yeah. you got your high school thing. But I think that mind shift to let more kids play and then to have take away that option of sort of, well, there's a carpool now, honey, you know, here, put your skates in that car or on the bus, I think could be a really great change for the, and you'll get more, you'll get better players. Yeah. I think you get better players. I think you'll get more kids staying in the game longer. It's just, it's overall better experience. And I mean, this is also the big issue is that cause my brother-in-law is the roles of a high school coach, right? So now you're fighting, the poor high school coaches and the youth coaches are fighting for over the same kids. And right. it's like, yeah. neither one should be in that position right. having to be like, are they going to stay back to play 15s? Are they going to, you know, are you going to take it for high school? Are you, and it's just Or they're moving them up to hole. JV to, right, yeah. for the numbers. For the numbers. And they, and they could have played program. one more year of U15. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's just, it's, a, it's an ugly thing that I, I think it could be fixed and I don't think it would take that much time to fix it. Because on the boys' side, if you have to choose between JV and Bantam hockey, there's very much a trade-off there, right? And one parent might go one way and one might go the other. But you kind of know, well, he's going to get more games in Bantams, but he's probably going to break his arm at some point. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and then on the JV, well, he's in the program. You know, this is where he's going to be. He's in the he's in the. He's going to learn the stuff. He's yeah. in the system. Yep. And, and it's high school, and, you know, it's all kind of – you know, it's easier for the parents too, even for boys. But I do think that girls need to perception change to have that, not think a U14 or U15 hockey is kind of, you know, it's, it's not social. Right. You know? And also I think girls need the more games and more development at a younger age because we plateau a lot faster than a guy, mm. right? Like yeah. most girls, I mean, at U12s, I mean, these girls are huge. I'm like coaching, I'm like looking up at them. I'm like, oh my goodness. Cause like girls usually tend to grow faster than guys, right? Like guys can grow mm -hmm. 
till they're 21, 22 years old. Well, Except girls, for John. Like what? I'm still, <laughs> still growing. <laughs> I'm wearing layers right now. I just like to point out it's, it's not a sausage casing. It's, it's actually. Okay, I mean, wow. So like girls just need <laughs> that experience faster. Yeah. I mean, because they are what they are. Because girls aren't going to want to play junior hockey or do any of that. Like they want to move on. Like yep. they want to get on with their education. They want to get their jobs. They want to, you know, they have direction. I'm not saying guys, you guys don't have direction. I'm just saying like girls are just a little bit more wired to so I have like a plan, mm-hmm. right? Like they, they see because, okay, we're not going to make millions of dollars one day playing in the NHL or professional hockey for that matter. Or in so, Europe. So what do you think about that? That's an interesting transition. Your, your family's involved with the, the white caps. I mean, you could tell the story about that with your with your dad, too. I mean, what do you think of professional women's hockey? Where, where do you see it going? Oh, I, it's amazing what it's just how it's grown in 20 years. Like when I started playing, it was like we were paying to play. We'd have to go get sponsorship mm-hmm. to be able to play. We were uh, us women were driving the vans all across the world to like Toronto to Saskatchewan. It's like, Which is I should not be driving maybe, anybody. Maybe cooler in a way. No, I don't know. No it was, no, it actually was Good like the amount of stories were incredible. Like when I first not met safe. my husband, he's like, so wait a minute, you're going with 15 girls, no guys and no coach. And we're like, yeah, we got kind of the bad news yeah, bears yeah, deal, right? It was, it was amazing. Good. I mean, we'd be going the wrong direction in Canada. <laughs> and that was back when you had a piece of paper, a map quest. Right. Right. Yep. No Middle of nowhere. These towns in Canada had like maybe 300 people, but they had a rink. Right. Like in the middle of a With a bar field. in the rink. With a bar. With yeah. A, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been there. Yep. And it's like, but we had, we had a great time. But to the point where it's obviously now where it's come to is pretty pretty incredible yeah it is kind of crazy <laughs> it's yeah, it's, actually, it's always in been. my lifetime like i've seen it happen yeah you know usually you're like looking back like 40 the, 50 years so. but the interesting thing is like what i i kind of like about it is it's gone from being kind of like the olympics and then everyone's kind of interested in it and then it dates now it's starting to be like a really has like serious traction mm-hmm. like pe- I, I actually people think follow it yes and yep. people want to follow it Yep. Yeah, it's cool. And Sponsorship it. and, and tickets. And, and watching the girls. Like, if you watch you last know, Lee Steckline <laughs> and Hannah Brandt and Sid Broad, like, are you kidding me? They're yeah. so good. They're some yeah. of the best players best out there skaters last night. And yeah. And it's, and, but unless people see it, they don't know it, right? They don't know yeah. any different. You plateau early, but it stays a lot longer. <laughs> Right. From what I could no, tell, yeah, they no. were all, all those, all the women players that are <laughs> yeah, in a celebrity a game analogy. are basically as good as they've ever been. <laughs> and the guys are like, you'll get a glimpse. <laughs> like he had great hands at one point. I can tell by that play. But the girls are like essentially the same right. as they were. But it's you know probably because I mean? the girls probably just in general, like women are just probably more inclined to like just work out in general this is what i do (laughs) this is what i do because we didn't work out for our sports we had to work out to stay in shape yep if that makes sense so it's like that's just kind of in our i that's awesome in our yeah you know it's yeah women are better is what you're just basically saying that's why i played hockey all these years because i'm like okay it's a reason for me to stay in shape i could still put my it, it was like me Wanting to run a marathon, but running a marathon doesn't sound fun to me. But like as an athlete, you just want a goal, right? So I would just yeah. stay in shape. I'd work out at lifetime. I'd taught classes and I'm like, this is what I do. And then I get to go play hockey because you're staying in shape. So I'd be like, this is my free workout going to hockey. Yeah. Does your uh, husband use hair product? <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, I yeah, hope well, he uses he Duke sure Cannon. Um, oh, here we go. Another <laughs> he doesn't. Um, he should, because if his hair is a weapon, he should use hardworking hair products for hardworking men from Duke Cannon. You can find it at DukeCannon.com or Target. I personally like the Serious Flow and the Shampoo Pucks, the Hockey Pucks of Shampoo. Give a portion of the proceeds to the military. That's Duke Cannon. And for your next fundraiser, Winnie, you're going to sell Joe Mama salsa. Oh, it's so good. Have you had it you're yet? Gonna, no, I haven't. Oh. You might become a Jamamaholic. It's so true. good. I know my kids will be because they it's love delicious. salsa. It's delicious. But actually, so good. I'm in legit, so uh, you sell it for six fifty a jar. Your team keeps 3 bucks. Shelf stable. No pizzas in freezers. You don't need to buy a freezer in your garage. Leave it on their doorstep. Minnesota company. You can buy it at Cub Foods if you want to try it. It's really good. Take a magic a carpet flavors. rise for your mouth. Oh, so good. If so you're funny. interested, check out oh. Joe Mama's Salsa dot com forward slash fundraising hey i had uh another kind of transition point for female hockey players right uh beer league okay i'm curious because you know i remember taking my daughter to see chrissy wendell at the coliseum when it was still that era when there would be like the one girl that had yep. the puck and would score the eight Darwitz goals and, and it, was, wendell, yep. it was like there was just big disparity and now it's gotten really good for all the players but are this is this generation are you guys skating at night like now that you're retired are you gonna have like a weekly skate where all these legends are out there i mean is is sid brock gonna eventually be skating somewhere in Steckline? i'm just curious is beer I league so, exist? Right? like that's it feels like the goal. silly hard premise right it's yeah like, absolutely we're just like, hockey players we're just hockey players right and everyone becomes i always tell everyone i go no matter how good you were one day you become a recreational player Right. But even you start as a but, rec player and you end as a rec player. But playing still at the same level, not as bad as the guys. Right. Just not as bad as the guys. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but WAM, the Women's Hockey Association oh, of Minnesota has been around. Yeah, WAM has been around since I was little. So my okay. mom, who is 72, is still, still plays. thriving now. Oh, yeah. like, okay. Absolutely. It's huge. So that's almost I like mean, a hockey got, finder for women where you can. Yeah. But this is like leagues. Oh, okay. It's like you go to nationals. Like, no, this is a big deal. Wham. And George and, Michael's not And it's amazing how oh, a lot of people don't, dead, don't really is know. Is George Michael dead? Yeah, he died. Oh, I'm sorry, man. He did? He did. Oh, oh yeah. Not, Wake guys, me up before you go, go. Check out the internet. Oh, my gosh, yeah. George Whoops. Michael died, man. Wow. I'm sorry. Yeah. But the other guy's around, so maybe he could help. Oh, his name's Andrew. Okay, Andrew. I don't know his last name, though. Um, yeah, hey. but Wham. So Wham. So when I graduated from college. So will you play Wham now? Or what do you do yeah, now I that you're Yeah, I've played Wham since I was 18 years old. I'm on, I, so I'm you're on still a, skating I'll weekly? I'll be back to Wham. It's McGovern's is our Oh, nice. You got the name. sponsor. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. So do For you, years, my mom played for McGovern's. Did you go to McGovern's after you played? Yeah, we did. I've been going to McGovern's since I've been like 15 with my mother. We're, well, and so her lady friends. That's outstanding. Or to the ground round. And then my mom and you her best friends. You could the popcorn on the floor. Yeah. The oh, yeah. That it was place amazing. is awesome. And then you just paid your weight as a kid. Peanuts, too, maybe. And peanuts, yep. And the wishing well. Yeah, those should all come back for the kids. Oh, my God. Perkins had the wishing well, too. Oh, so good. So good. Yep. Well, we are thrilled to have the yeah, queen the uh, in Poltav Sports family. Um, oh, the you, mission man. of this podcast, Sally Hart, if you didn't hear it already, girls are hockey players. And that means you don't have to curtsy after you score. You might you might go into the bunkhouse uh, for a pop afterwards if you're at a celebrity game. And uh, we're going to even the ice here and, and start acting like hockey players. So couldn't have a better person to do it. Yep. Winnie, welcome to the Poltav Sports family. And thanks well, for thank being you. here on Hockey Day. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank Have you so time. much. Thank you. Thank you.